Welcome to the Sunday Times Politics Weekly, where we unpack the big political stories of the week. I'm Mike Siluma. Uh, leading our top stories this week, uh, we will be looking at the digital vibe scandal that involves uh, the Minister of Health, uh, Dr. Zueli Mkize, which has cast a cloud over one of the more respected uh, members of uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa's uh, cabinet. And then after that, we will be going down to Peter Marisbeck to talk about the uh, Jacob Zuma corruption case. Uh, finally getting underway in July, but we will be, we will be asking if uh, all the speed humps have been removed and, and whether the case has reached a point of no return. Lastly, uh, we will then take a turn at the State Capture Commission uh, to see what was happening this week and maybe also looking into the coming week as to what the developments they are likely to be. Let's welcome my guest this week, uh, Mawanda Mashabalala, Sunday Times politics journalist, Sunday Times legal correspondent, Fred Repkin, as well as, as usual, Sunday Times politics editor, Smonga Gwankeshoba. Uh, welcome to all of you guys. This icon is racist. I've never, ever been a spy. Can the VBS bank uh, loot? The problem is that pinky. I'll never subject myself to whiteness. I'm listening. Can you have consistency, Honorable Chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shit. Can you please come in? Shall we start uh, with the, the big story of the week? The one that is uh, entangling the health minister, Dr. Zueli Nkize. So, 150 million rand contract or uh, from the Department of Health is given to an obscure communications company and Zuelim Kize ends up fighting for his political life. What's the issue here, Zbonga Gwenke? At the center of this scandal, from uh, it's a communications um, contract um, that is awarded to, um, to a company um, whose owners are close associates of, of, of the Minister of Health. What we know is that <clears throat> this company was brought in in the beginning to to really run the, the, the communication strategy when it comes to the national health insurance. Um, but uh, when we were hit by the pandemic, it seemed as if their scope was then um, extended. And, um, and 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 that is what is at the center of this scandal, Bramaik, is that uh, a lot of money was then um, paid to this company for for doing communications work that could easily be done by staff within the department, and 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 and, and government paid millions uh, of monies to 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 this company, and there's 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 no evidence that the company went out uh, to look for. Uh, to take to 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 look for companies to tender um, and follow all the all the correct processes that are supposed to be followed. So that is the scandal. That, that is what is at the center of the scandal, and and, and it is a scandal that is really threatening the career of of of, of Dr. Zwerim Kizel, uh, someone who was regarded as one of the presidential candidates and someone that I'm sure had uh, presidential ambitions. But this scandal is really stre- really threatening. To end his career, he 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 seemed to be saying that uh, look he he, he variously he, you know at, at one point he he seemed to be saying well he didn't know uh, they are investigating uh, and and the two people who are you know who were running uh, that company uh, he says that no 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 they 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 were comrades not friends 
Mawande, would, would that wash with you? For me, Bramaik, it really doesn't fly. I, I heard, for instance, he is he's harping on this issue that he didn't benefit. No, no one said he benefited. It's his close allies who are known for years, former PAs, people who have been in his circle for the longest of time, who have become more than just allies. In fact, if one were to say, part of the family. So it's it's really not about him benefiting. It's about him benefiting people unfairly and unduly who have got close links to him. And really, it won't fly, Bramag. And, you know, last week I wrote a piece which related to state capture that if President Cyril Ramaphosa means uh, what he says is his cleanup campaign, really, at the time I was arguing about people like Deputy Minister uh, David Matlobo, that it, it cannot be that you have such people who, who are just, who have all these scandals but continue to enjoy, you know, the good life that comes with uh, being in the cabinet or the executive as it were. So I believe I have to repeat that in this instance, that people like these, doesn't matter what Zwerim Kiza says, I think right now there is compelling prima facie evidence that there was everything wrong with the digital vibes, uh, you know, contract, and there must be action because if 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 it continues in this way that ANC high-ranking leaders because of other good that it did somewhere, like Zorim Kiza is highly praised for his handling of the COVID, that is not an excuse enough that when he's engaged in illegalities and alleged corruption, he must get away with it. I think President Ramaphosa must act in this regard once again and hold. Uh, ministers of Kize accountable so that people can know that in this country, at least if we are to believe uh, President Ramaphosa's own card that he campaigned with to Nasrek and continues to, 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 to campaign on today as the head of state is to be believed, we must see action among those who are alleged uh, to have been involved in corruption and all sorts of other illegalities. That's my take on the issue. Mm. Yeah. So, okay, uh, you know, the, 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 does this not once more raise the issue of uh, the, 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 the extent or perimeters of political accountability? In, in, in other words, to say, if you are the political head of an institution or of a department, can, can, whether you can ever get to a point where if things go wrong, you can say, well, I wasn't there. Well, I, I don't know. I wasn't involved. Is the guy's lower down and I'm going to institute disciplinary action? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly what you are seeing as state capture, Bramak. You, you you get people who um who are accused of um of wrongdoing. Um and um for an example, the the former minister um um Mr. Sebenzuzwane, who's the former MEC of agriculture in the Free State, when he went there, he he said, I know nothing, I don't approve anything, I I don't handle all those processes, it wasn't me. It was people who report to me. So there, there is that culture in this country to sort of, um, because we are, we are in the political um, uh, office, to, to then uh, lay the blame or find a scapegoat in, 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 a, in, a, in a junior official or a senior official. Um, and, and I think that we should, we should uh, that, that period should come to an end. Um, and, and, and people like Zwedim Kize must, must, must take responsibility for, for, for what happened under their watch. 
and um and and and, and if they don't then the president dares to act as mawande was saying uh, we, we really need to end that culture of impunity and and if Cyril Ramaphosa is serious about fighting uh, corruption he should have a discussion with 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 uh, dr solim kize if he hasn't had that discussion with him. Mm. He, he he you know as as mawande was was alluding to earlier earlier, earlier that uh, he he in some circles he would he would be seen as one of the good guys in cabinet where where does that that reputation come from why why would some people see him as one of the good guys in inverted commas but mike um it it's it really um i said and to a political career that um, he was retarded as one of, uh, of 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 our best uh, at some point um Zemeki is a decorated political career, but Mike he's a he's a he's, he's a former soldier of Mkondowe Sizwe and um, and 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 one of the best products of Mkondowe Sizwe, um, if I can say that. And he has a very good track record where he comes from in the province where he comes from, of course, from Natal. He used to be a health MEC there, and then he became a, a finance MEC, then became a premier, and was very respected in that province. And and then during the time where he was leading that province. Um, there wasn't much division as we see today. Um, he, he really led a very solid uh, uh, province of KwaZulu-Natal, both in the ANC and as well as in government. And there were the, the, like all government departments, um, there, there were scandals, but there were, there were no major scandals during that period. Uh, where he was at the helm, and and, and this government was seen as one of the most effect, uh, effective and efficient. And then he, he then um, moved up. Uh, I remember I was still with Business Day while he was still the, the premier of KwaZulu Natal, and and, and uh, everyone like political re, uh, reporters and political commentators were full of praises for Dr. Mukiza because of, of, of the work that he had done in that province. And everyone regarded him as a future national leader. And, and when this happens, then he comes up and becomes the health uh, minister and everyone praises him for our, um, our response to the pandemic. And, and, and all of a sudden, he's, he's now regarded as, as one of the presidential candidates. And, 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 and then, then this happens. So... When people talk about him as being regarded as one of the good guys, it, it comes with the history of of, of his leadership and, and where he, where Dr. Mukiza comes from. And and and, and um, yeah, as I said, it's it's a really um a, a, a sad day for 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 people who really regarded him as 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 a possible president candidate. Mm, mm. In 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 your assessment, could he survive this storm? No. Not right now, Pramike. Not not when all the focus is on fighting corruption. Not when there is a secretary general of the ANC who's accused of corruption who's fighting back. Uh, not when you have um, a president at the helm who says he wants to clean up corruption. I don't see him surviving this storm, Pramike. I think um, Dr. Zvedim Kize should um, should just lay low and um, maybe it will reemerge maybe in five ten years time. But I I don't see him surviving this particular storm. You know, I, 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 and, and Mawande, you, you may, you, you know, you might want to come in here. You know, I, I, I heard some people saying that, uh, look, it's all well and good for us. Uh, you know, the concept of uh, saying people must step down as long as uh, you, you've got a cloud in, inv- in inverted commas. You know, uh, what, what then happens if after the investigation you are cleared and you've lost your position? 
you know, for, for example, uh, in the case of uh, of uh, Kusela Diko, you know, just by way of, of, of example, that she, she was shafted aside because she had a cloud over her. And, and, and now the, the party has cleared her. Look, Pramak, as, 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 as for me, really, it's about speeding up the processes that someone who has uh, been asked to step aside or who's suspended uh, from their positions because of serious allegations about them, be it uh, the legal uh, processes, law enforcement, the court processes, or even party processes like disciplinary hearing, the appeals and everything. As you say, I like that you cite a very perfect example for what is my view, the case of uh, Kusela Digo, the, the suspended spokesperson of the president and the and the former MEC in counting of health, Bandida Masuku. The, the, this case started uh, last year around this time, if not around June, July, but it's, it's been more or less a year. And this, this process really has come to its tail from them being implicated in these allegations of being involved in PPE corruption, to them uh, being suspended. Uh, well, Masugu was finally gotten rid of, but Kusadi was suspended. They went through their own, uh, S- they, there was SIU that stepped in, investigated, came out with decisions. The party itself took disciplinary action. Their province uh, suspended them. They appealed to national and national uh, cleared them. All that happened within a year. And I think it is a fair process that is within what is called natural justice, that you don't prejudice someone uh, uh, you know, unfairly. So now it, it is all, of course, I know that probably there are other court processes, but as far as the party is concerned, that process has gone the full distance and they are now probably free to go back to their positions within the party. And I feel if the ANC were to make sure then that there is consistency in terms of party processes and acting with speed uh, to establish whether people ought to be, you know, uh, suspe- uh, you know, gotten rid of or step aside for good until they are cleared. But I, I think that is a good, uh, you know, example. But it is complicated when it comes to processes outside the party, for instance, like the one faced by the Secretary General, because that one is a process of the courts that has got nothing to do with the ANC. The courts operate in their own way. It is a court role that's got a lot of cases. You know, obviously in the country we have a history of having a huge backlog in terms of the cases. So such processes take quite some time uh, to complete the, the, the court processes as it were. And you see the problem now, the disjuncture will be People like Isma Khashul and others who are going through the court processes will see such processes as unfair to them because those the NC has got completely no control of, as I say, they, they tend to run a very long road than internal processes. So I, I think then the NC ought to find a balance uh, in, in terms of the two processes. Of course, where they have full control in both processes, as they've done with Masugu and Diego, they can they can act with speed on those ones. But what about those that are being processed in terms of the laws of the country? I think that's where the disjuncture is, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. So, I wonder, where, where does Zuelim Kiza stand politically vis-a-vis the president? Is he, would, would, how would you characterize him? Would he be one of his strongest supporters or would he be kind of the kind of guy hanging in there waiting for his chance to pounce? Initially, Pramayek, we know that um, um, uh, Zwedem Kize was very instrumental in, um, in, in the decision by, the, by, by, by provincial leaders of the ANC to go and, uh, and convince the, the current president to stand as, uh, as deputy president in 2012. At the time, 
we were told that they had very good relations. Um, <clears throat> both of them uh, are, are farmers and uh, they, they, they have something in common to talk about when it comes to to to, to such issues. And, and the, 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 that is the, the this is what we were told at the time. Um, but um, in politics, we know, Mike, um, a week is a long time. And I'm talking about 2012. Um, but it, when you saw in the leading to 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 to, to Nazareth, um, Dotam Kize had his own campaign. Um, um, he had the campaign that was running, and uh, there were people who wanted him to be uh, president. Their slogan was Abantubati. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to how to translate that to English, but yeah. So he had a campaign, and afterwards, um, when President Ramaphosa became president, it seemed as if Tutamkiza welcomed uh, President Ramaphosa's presidency, and then they worked together. I was appointed into his cabinet, became a minister of Kota, and later moved to the Department of Health. So um, he's... Um, He's someone who has worked with the president, but we know, uh, 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 that in politics, uh, 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 pe- people's ambitions uh, are, are always uh, put first. So there was also sometime last year um, word that there might be another campaign, although never made official. Um, but um, there was always talk that uh, Zorim Kiza was one of the people who are being considered and uh, who may come up if there is a there is a, a hotly contested um, uh, leadership battle that can be considered as some kind of a third way as some kind of, of a compromise uh, if, if if in order to to unite the organization in an instance where uh, there is a candidate that is challenging President Ramaphosa and they are threatening to divide the, the organization into two. Uh, but uh, um, as to whether are they still friends, do they still have lunch together? I, I wouldn't know, but I can't I'd be like, at least they are still in the same cabinet together. You know, that's, <laughs> that should count for something. Of course, of course. All right, let, let, let's go to to Peter Marisbeck now. Uh, the the Zuma corruption corruption case. Uh, uh, with us uh, is Ufrenny uh, uh, Repkin, uh, who, who's uh, the Sunday Times uh, uh, legal correspondent. Correspondent, uh, Frenny the. What Jacob Zuma has made much of uh, Billy Downer's role as prosecutor in this case. You know, he actually telegraphed this thing even before he got to court that this is what he's going to be asking for, that Billy Downer is unsuited uh, to prosecute his case. Uh, for, for us as lay people, you know, the, it, it raises, you know, a very critical question about the workings of, of the courts, you know. Uh, can a prosecutor manipulate a case? Say, if if they don't particularly like you, or if they they like the other person, you know, above you, etc. Is there room in the system for 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 them to single-handedly influence a case? Um, it's an interesting one. I think what the courts have said over the years, and this has come up before in this matter many times, because the former president has attacked the role played by the National Prosecuting Authority and specifically Billy Downer many times. What matters is whether there's going to be a fair trial or not. That is the ultimate question. And that has been raised before. Um, In this case, in this plea, he has raised a number of issues regarding um, Billy Downer. None of them are new, as far as I can see. Um, most of them have been raised before in one way or another. 
And in the context of this particular plea, it's even more difficult because the plea has been raised in terms of Section 161 H which is about title to prosecute, which is a, is a different um, issue under the Criminal Procedure Act. Title to prosecute is about whether you are properly there as a prosecutor. It's not, about, it's not supposed to be about bias. Mm. When it comes to bias... Or, or, your, or your personal prejudices exactly. as, a, as a prosecutor. When it comes to bias, there is a point of bias where you can, it can result in an unfair trial. And when it gets to that point, then... You know, um, you th- the courts can say that that could render the 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 trial unfair, but that issue has been raised before, um, but by Mr. Zuma in this particular case when he applied for um, for a permanent stay of prosecution, and this is why I just have a feeling that this plea is not going to go very far. So you don't think that that's gonna that's gonna wash? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm always reticent about calling things ahead of time. You never can, mm. yeah, and you yeah. really shouldn't. It's probably irresponsible too. But mm-hmm. my feeling is, the other thing is that this this um, this section 1061H, it's a the the point of it really in the Criminal Procedure Act is when the title to prosecute. It's really it's it serves a different function. The point of it is whether the prosecutor is a, is properly appointed as a prosecutor. It's not about bias. It's not meant okay, to be it's about bias. Okay, not about, about bi- what's on on the prosecutor's mm, mind. Yeah, it's but not, more about the process of yeah, the appointment. Yeah, no, about the title. Mm-hmm. So I think it's um, I think it's it's a long shot by um, mm-hmm. by the defense. Okay, and and once uh, the, you know the, the the plea has been entered, etc., uh, by 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 the, the pleas by by both uh, Talis and and Jacob Zuma, does it mean that the case now ca- cannot cannot be stopped? So the 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 pleading to the charge is a sign that the case is now properly underway. Um, even if his special plea fails, um, it's. He can appeal that, but probably only at the end of the case. Okay. The, the, it's, there have been times when you can appeal par, par, partway through, but it's in very limited circumstances. Mm-hmm. So I would say that this case is not, this, yeah. t- this trial is now underway, definitely, yeah. Okay. And, and the, the, the other you know, le- legal issue is whether, because the, the, the case has been going on for more than 10 years now, you know, in, in various forms, you know, uh, spy tapes and this and the, the yeah. other, you know, delaying proceedings. Mm. And then for, at some point it was thrown out and then it was reinstated, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, the, the question that comes up again, you know, for, for, for lay people is whether, you know, with the passage of time, uh, the accused can be compromised by the just by the mere fact that the case has been going on for a long time. So, I mean, generally, uh, in in any prosecution, the the length of time between the commission of, of the alleged offence and the trial is important. It's important because um, a lot of the, a lot of evidence is based on people's memories, and that means that witnesses can forget things. It means that evidence can be compromised. So it's important in that way. 
it's also important because a person under the constitution, an accused person, has a right to um, to be tried without an unreasonable delay. That was one of the things that the former president actually raised in his application for a permanent stay. And, um, and one of the questions the court had to consider in that case was who was responsible for the delay in this particular case? Because there was a very long delay. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, in those two respects, it becomes important. I think what you're asking me is about the strength of the state's case given the delay. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting, Ramak. I haven't followed like the actual evidence and the strength of the state's case. When I became a journalist, um, we, it was it was just before um, the charges were dropped. Remember when Mukherjee yeah. had dropped the charges? This case has been going on for so long that I've only now just started looking at the indictment. I don't, I can't, so I can't speak with much authority on how strong the case mm-hmm. is. But from what I've heard, um, chatting to to people, is that the case is, is mostly based on paper. So the so the the issue of 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 memory and and witnesses is not as big an issue in this okay. particular prosecution as it could be in many mm-hmm. others. But we'll th- that's one of the things we'll we'll have to wait to see during okay. the course of the. Also, we must remember that you know uh, the state always has the burden to prove. And they must prove beyond reasonable doubt. And that is the right of every accused person. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's always it's always the burden of the state to do that. Okay. Shall, shall we go to, to the, the, the our last story for, uh, for the week? Uh, Mawande, you, you've, as usual, uh, been watching the, the goings-on at the, at the Zondo Commission. Just very quickly, you know, who were the key players this week? Uh, this week, Pramak, uh, of course... The key players uh, is Malusi Kikaba. Uh, there was Dudumeni, a former chairperson of SAA, who, of course, as usual, was full of stunting. You know, she didn't show up, wanting a testimony to be uh, postponed. But, of course, that was not granted. And then she eventually had to testify uh, via, you know, a virtual platform, although she had already made plans to continue with her business as if nothing had happened to, you know, focus on her family matters, which was was rather not shocking given her uh, track record in disregarding the law. She has done it before with Parliament. She has done it before uh, with State Capture uh, Commission as well when she revealed an identity of a witness who had been granted anonymity. So it was just typical to me and being herself of being, uh, you know, an outlaw. So... That that was basically the highlight for this week for me. The Dominion event really uh, took the cake, and and it, it really speaks to the issue we're speaking about the culture of impunity because she's behaving in that way, knowing very well that nothing is going to happen to her, as nothing happened in 2018 when she defied the summons of Parliament last year. She was charged. The commission laid a criminal complaint. A warning statement was only taken last week, so she feels emboldened to always behave in this manner. She is part of the political elite, which seems to evade, uh, you know, the, the wrath of the law in this country. This is a court, what, what was the issue? Oh, yes. So, yes. <laughs> no I forgot that the, uh, Zizi Gordo was once again implicated, not for the first time, by the way, in the State Commission. Uh, she He was implicated 
on payments that were made by one uh, Jihan uh, Mackay, who was an executive of, of a company called EOH, which is a tech company. At the time, there was several payments uh, that Mr. Mackay made to Mr. Zizi Godwa, who was at the time, the spokes between 2015 up to around 2016, when he was still the, spokesper- the national spokesperson of the ANC. So there was all these, uh, you know, allegations that were put forth by the forensic investigator who was testifying that some of these payments were made to Mr. Zizi Godwa because EOH through Mr. McKay wanted to be done favors. For instance, there was an example of a tender that was issued out by Home Affairs uh, whereby EOH was apparently disqualified and then they wanted that tender to be collapsed and they used their proximity to Mr. Zizi Godwa to have him influence uh, the whole process and then the tender was uh, eventually cancelled and re-advertised again, starting the whole process from scratch and giving EOH an advantage to have a second bite at the chair. So that was one of the many examples that were made of how business people pay ANC politicians to buy political favor and political influence to influence state contracts. Yeah, yeah. Presumably the the NPA is uh, also watching with keen interest, you know, what, what is being said there, you know. But uh, that, 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 unfortunately, we've just about run 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 out of time. Uh, I'd like to thank my guest, uh, Smongagon Keshoba, Sunday Times politics editor, uh, Fred Repkin, who's the Sunday Times legal correspondent, as well, of course, as uh, Mawanda Mashabalala, Sunday Times political journalist who always watches the goings-on at the Zondo Commission for us. And by the way, you can catch our podcast on iono.fm, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you prefer to get your podcasts. Until next time, stay safe, sanitize, wear the mask, and avoid crowded places. My name is Mike Siluma, signing off. <laughs>